Tedek Tedek Tirdof, Justice, Justice Shall You Pursue, are words from this week's Torah portion that are some of the most commonly cited and taught, especially for us Reformed Jews. And for good reason. Progressive Jews have prioritized human dignity and a quest for a world transformed. This, for us, is Torah at its best. Many of us know these words because we teach that Judaism compels us to roll up our sleeves and work harder to fulfill a vision of the world articulated by our prophetic tradition. However, we often leave out, perhaps because of a discomfort with the reward and punishment theology of Deuteronomy, the second clause of this verse. So the full verse reads, Justice, justice shall you pursue, that you may thrive and inherit the land that the eternal your God is giving you. The message, the message suggests that if we, if we pursue justice, we might then be rewarded. So then that might lead one to ask, what does it mean to pursue justice? Midrash Sifra, one of the ancient rabbinic commentaries on Deuteronomy, suggests that this second half of the verse the part that promises the reward of life and land in exchange for our pursuit of justice relates to the appointment of meritorious judges. So taken as a whole, we might suggest that this reading says that we have to build a really good judicial system and appoint good and fair judges, and then we will fulfill the promise of that we might thrive in our lives and in our land. It is fitting, I think, that we enter this Torah conversation about setting up a system of justice as we are also entering the month of Elul, the month that leads up to Rosh Hashanah and the Amim Noraim, the days of awe. So what I want to think about you with you tonight is the connection between tzedek, justice, lema'an tichyeh, thriving in our lives, and tshuva, the process of repentance and return that we are each embarking on. A central question that emerges then is, how might we think about this notion of appointing meritorious judges today in our own lives? Certainly one way to apply this text would be to do so literally by thinking about the judiciary in the United States. And there are no doubt a lot of great sermons to give about that. But it's not what I want to talk about tonight. As we march into this month of Elul, this period leading up to our own personal period of dare I say, judging ourselves, how might we consider this obligation to appoint good judges in our own lives? Let's be honest. For many of us, the whole notion of tshuva, of repentance, the work of engaging in meaningful cheshbon hanefesh, taking account of our souls, so that we might return to a place of wholeness, balance, and openness with ourselves and those we love, is difficult. The high holy days from Slichot to Simchat Torah present us with liturgies and theologies that often seem distant and archaic. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, Salachlanu Kaperlanu, forgive us, grant us atonement. I don't know about all of you. Perhaps there are those for whom the image of bowing before a judging king and begging for mercy seems an easy enough metaphor to work with. And this period of Jewish atonement comes easily for you. If so, I'd like to suggest you consider rabbinical school and then come back and teach the rest of us. For the rest of us who might find this theology of God's judgment a bit of a challenge, 
I'd like to suggest that this verse, Tzedek Tzedek Tzirdof, Lema'an Tichyeh V'yarashta Eta Aretz, Asher Adonai Elohecha, Noten Lach, Justice, Justice Shall You Pursue, that you may thrive and inherit the land, might be a good starting point. This verse, taken with the Midrashic commentary about the judiciary, begs the question, who are the judges that you have appointed in your own life? Are they worthy? Are they meritorious? As we wade into the waters of self-reflection, who are you hoping to please? Perhaps you have an inner judge, an inner critic, who would lead you to dwell on things that you already feel bad about. This is the voice that has internalized messages like, I'm not good enough, or I am not beautiful, or I am not successful enough. On the other hand, some of us may find the process so difficult that we can't engage with the concept of judgment at all. We have closed our hearts to the possibility of change or growth because we are unwilling or in some way unable to look at that which is broken and not working in our lives. The Tzedek Tzedek verse offers the same response to both. Can you imagine a process of personal growth and returning to one's best self that is not heavy with the weight of self-doubt, self-loathing, despair, or denial? What judge will you appoint for yourself that might actually have your best interests at heart? Who are the people? What are the stories? What are the traditions that help you get access to your very best you? Who can you stand before that will remind you that you too are created, B'Tselem Elohim, in the image of the divine, and that within yourself, if you can uncover it, you will find that spark of holiness. If you have found a judge who does not point you this way, who does not remind you that at your core, you are lovable and beautiful and good, then you have not fulfilled your obligation from this week's parsha. The great 20th century Israeli rabbi, Abraham Isaac Cook, often known simply as Rav Cook, wrote the following in his work, Orota As every piece of grit is removed from a person's soul through internal thoughts of return, whole shining supernal worlds are revealed within one's soul. Every removal of sin is like the removal of an adhesion that covers the seen eye. Then a complete horizon of vision is revealed, the light of the expanses of the heavens of earth and all that is within them. Do your judges help you remove the grit from your soul? As we approach these holy days, I ask you again, what judges will you appoint for yourself? Will these days ahead be days of self-doubt and pain? Or will you find the place where you can do the real work that might lead to, as Rav Cook said, a horizon of vision? The point of these holy days is not to send us on a journey of pain and self-loathing, but rather this verse teaches the point is for each of us to thrive in our lives. This, the Torah reminds us, is part of our vision of justice and part of the path we are invited to walk in this period of Elul. And so here's to each of us appointing good judges, judges who see sparks of holiness in each of us, judges who call forth the very best you, who know that part of pursuing justice is pursuing a soul that is whole and balanced and at peace so that we might thrive in our lives.
Shabbat Shalom, and an early Shana Tevu.